Jersey Mike's. Be a sub above. Welcome to the Southern California Prep Insider Baseball Podcast. Tommy and Les, we are in almost the final final games. We've got a couple games left here in the playoffs. Les, are you excited? Dude, this is crazy, huh? Last week of the season. It feels like we just started doing this podcast, but, man, it, it's been nuts. By the way, shout out for the Tony Gwynn jersey. That's my man. There it is back there. Yes, uh, happy holiday. Happy um, Memorial Day. Hope everybody's barbecuing with their families and whatnot. Uh, we will start with Division Three. We're going to do all three divisions just in this one since there's so few games. Division Three, first game, Maranatha at Redlands. Yeah, Maranatha steamrolled Arlington 11-2. And it's a team we've been talking about and picking in our games of the week on the podcast for a while now. Dawson Nets, he didn't start the game like I thought, uh, Tommy, but he did come in in relief, went four innings, gave up four hits. Uh, the offense broke it open with five in the bottom of the third. It's going to be interesting to see if Nets – uh, throws in and what capacity in this game. I got a name for you, Ethan Firestone. Remember that sophomore, he's a catcher. Uh, he's a defensive. He's really, really good. His bat's coming along. Uh, he should be a big-time recruit. Uh, but, you know, for Redlands, third-place team out of the Citrus Belt League, they beat San Dimas 6 nothing. You know, they're officially Cinderella in my book. Uh, Justin Schubert was good, six-inning, uh, six-strikeout performance, excuse me. The Terriers used some fortunate hops, some timely hitting. I got to tip your cap to head coach uh, Valencia there. Went 24 and 7. He's got Redlands believing that they're going to win. Uh, and Marcus Zofreda has shown that he can win in the playoffs. So, guess what, Tommy? I'm going with Redlands. Pull off the major upset. I'm going there now. Zofreda should be on the mound. He's got a point seven four ERA. This is actually a tricky part for coaches, like we talked about in the beginning of the playoffs. Being that as the semifinals, who you, you got to line it up for the championship game as well. Dawson Nets, as you mentioned, only threw four innings on the 25th, so he should be good to go. But are they trying to save him? for the potential championship game. He's got his .3 ERA. I think he pitches in this game, and I think that, that is, and that's why I'm going to pick right now. But, um, next, in the, the other semifinal game, it is Wilson Atlasol. Uh, I picked against both of these teams last week, so you know, and obviously they each advance, so that'll give you some indication. Yeah, LaSalle shut down Temesco Canyon, a team we've been pretty high on, at least I have been, uh, the last few weeks. Um, you know, they got four shutout innings from Zane Lindemann, who we talked about a little bit. He only threw 69 pitches, though, so that could come into play. Uh, into the semifinal. You know, Lancers jumped out to a 5-0 lead in the first and cruised. Meanwhile, Wilson, they went on the road and beat Beltflyer, a combined no-hitter from Ryan Petway, Nick Endress, and uh, Aiden Alanis. Uh, and, you know, and they also pounded out 11 hits. They got 37 hits in three games. It's saying something. Uh, you know, Landon Smith and Jeffrey Daly will likely get the start here for LaSalle, who I think is going to win this game, though. Yeah, I think LaSalle as well. Uh, both Mace and Patrick, they're uh, guys in the middle of the line hitting over 400. Jump into Division Two, first game there. It's going to be Beckman at Camarillo. Beckman's outscored uh, their opponents 25 to six in the last three playoff games, which includes a 7-2 win at Calabasas. Uh, I actually picked a winner last week, Tommy, when I said Camarillo would win. They they got it done. <laughs> uh, the Scorpions shut down Sierra Canyon. Head coach Tommy Cassidy deserves a ton of credit for what he's done with Calabasas and how quickly he's done that. But when I look at Beckman, it's hard to pick against them. We know obviously about the McLean brothers. Uh, they get a lot of attention, rightfully so. But it's guys like Ricky Teal, Alec Gomez, Jake Rose, and Connor McGuire, who may be one of the most underrated players you've never heard of. Uh, that offense is good. Then you look at the pitching rotation, it sounds more like a law form, right? Goldstein, Ernst, and uh, You know, and they're just hard to beat, man. So I'm going to go with Beckman in this one. I'm going with Beckman, too. Justin Goldstein threw that complete game uh, outing against Calabasas in the last round. So that means bullpen's fresh, although the other starters should be fresh because they skipped, you know, that whole game. Camarillo, good job last game by freshman Brian Uribe. We threw a complete game, two-hit shutout against Sierra Canyon. 
I like Beckman, though. We've said it before. It really could be a Division One team, but they're here in Division Two. Uh, next, it's Ukaipa at Ayala. Yeah, Ukaipa got another brilliant pitching performance from Tyson Heaton, who was peaking at the right time, both for his team and then for his summer. He's setting next year in 2019. Uh, he only two, but he did a job of Three runs over his seven innings, which is pretty interesting when you think about it that way, right? Uh, the Thunderbirds pounded out 12 hits, including uh, scoring three in the seventh for the dub. Uh, Daniel Ramirez, Daniel Mendez, they each had two hits, and Ethan Rivera, Curtis Nick on the shutout, Alamani, or up Alamani for Ayala, excuse me. Five in a row. So I know he's rest on this. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Yala, man, at home. They're finally healthy in some key areas. They look like the team that we thought they were going to be early in the season. I'm going to go with Ayala as yeah. well. Uh, Ukaipa probably going to throw Vincent Alvarez in his 1-8-90 array. But Ayala can still throw Curtis Nagel and Ethan Rivera. As you mentioned, they combined for the shutout against Alamany, so they can do the exact same thing this game because didn't worry about their arms. Both those guys in the ERA's under two. So I, I agree with you with Going to Division One now, the big dogs. We have Foothill at Bishop Amat. You know, Tommy, baseball's funny, man. I saw both of these teams earlier in the year. If you would have told me that they're, they're going to be in the semis, I'd have said no way, right? Uh, just goes to show you how volatile the D1 playoffs are. I saw Foothill early against Beckman. I thought they were a nice team. Uh, but the team I saw on Friday, I mean, they don't even resemble that team. Kyle Ashworth, Chad Castillo, Alex Sardina, Jack Sampson. Uh, they're vastly improved players, man, and and that's saying a lot because a couple of those guys were really good to begin with. Uh, Ryan Torek and Sean Higgins have been a really good one-two combo for the Knights. Bishop Lamont wasn't one of the top four seeds in the bracket, yet this is their third home game out of four games. Uh, that, that's pretty, it's a pretty good deal for the Lancers. Uh, you know, they took out Cypress beyond a really nice outing from Stephen Loera. Gave up only two runs on 11 hits. Ben Hurst, Richard Castro, Blake Archuleta, and A.J. Barraza playing really, really well for them. Uh, but despite that, I'm going to go with Foothill to go on the road and get it done. I just think Sean Higgins is going to be really, really good. He's got a really good changeup. I'm going to agree with you. I hate to agree with you, but it's going to have to happen. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Sean Higgins will probably see him on the mound. He's going to Columbia next year. His last outing, he threw five and two-thirds innings, gave up zero runs uh, against El Toro. Bishop Vermont probably will go back to Blake Archuleta, I'm assuming. Um, after last game, another shout-out I want to give to Isaiah Munez, excuse me, freshman who came in to pitch the last four outs for them um, against Cyprus. Might see him out of the bullpen, but, yeah, I, I think we got Foothill going to the finals. If you ask me, next semifinal game, final game we're going to talk about. It is Capo Valley and Orange. Yeah. This, this is the case of, you know, the team that everyone felt would get there in Olu versus the team that believed they belong there, right, in Capo Valley. I mean, all year – kind of hear about it on social media, uh, you, you know, and this kind of seems to be the gist of it. We've gotten two shutouts from Cole Wynn and a quality start from Magic. Uh, we'll start this one. Capital Valley is coming off back-to-back walk-off wins. Uh, you know, like many people in the area, I believe the relationship is the hardest thing to do in high school sport. Uh, Orange has finally broken through uh, that quarterfinal roadblock that had Coach Eric Borba's face for last year's. Capital Valley's playing for one last hurrah for Bob Zamora, who in his 41st year might be at the end here. Uh, Orange Luther won the toss, be at home play at uh, 3.15, which is not something that they normally do. Capital Valley looks like a team of destiny here, Tommy, but have to get in and set up a title shot with Cole Wynn on the mound. 
So you were kind of cutting out there, but I'm just going to re-say it just so we have it for sure. You picked Orange Lutheran, correct? You cut out right at the yeah. back. All right, all right. So for those of you at home, yes, there's Orange Lutheran to pick. And, yeah, I was thinking about that too. Cole win. Somebody was definitely planning this out because he's – if they win this game, he is going to be completely fresh for that finals. Uh, Capo Valley coming off that big inning, inning win, 3-2 uh, to two against those Pueblos. Uh, Ryan Doherty with the walk-off home run after pitching the majority of the game, so big game out of him. Uh, I just don't think they can do it again here against Orange Lutherans. I've got Olu. Uh, anything else you want to add, Les? Uh, hey, Ben, just check us out on Twitter, at PBR score California, on Instagram, at PBR California, or even on Facebook, at PBR California. Check us out. Give us a follow. We're releasing a bunch of uh, content here leading up to the draft starting next Monday. Hope everyone had an awesome Memorial Day, barbecues and dogs and burgers. And uh, we'll see you right before the finals. And finals, yeah, finals this weekend. Just one more time so everyone who doesn't know, when is the draft? The draft starts next Monday, June 4th. And it goes through the 6th. All right, we have a lot of kids here in the Southern section who are going to be watching that draft tickers, trying to find their names. So good luck to all of you. And we will see the rest of you.